understanding things like trusts and LLCs and foundations is important because what that does is that allows you to spread your money out. If everything's in your name, uh, you become very vulnerable because if someone just sues you, they can come get everything. So by having these entities, you know, that, you know, the, the trust in place, the LLCs in place, all that stuff, that allows you to just kind of spread things out across different entities so that everything you work for doesn't get wiped out, you know, just like that. Because like I said, when you have money, people will people will come and try to get it. It's, I've just seen this happen so many times. So you don't want that to happen to you. You're about to listen to the best of TSP. This is a collection of content from workshops and conferences that we've done over the years because we want to help you grow and expand your business. So do me a favor, lean in, pay attention, and listen now. Um, so I had a question, right? One of the things you talked about, I loved it because I've been having this conversation lately, is the fact that people need to get educated around wealth. Um, <laughs> Because what I learned, right, I've been focusing so much on building a business and learning about building businesses and helping other people build businesses that then once you build a successful business and you start making money, you got to figure out what in the world you're going to do with the money. So can you just talk about that a second? Like, like what should people be doing? Um, and I'll, I mean, you know, you, you educating this stuff. So you, you know, I'm just like a roundaway dude that, that fumbled my way into it. But I hadn't really thought about it until I'm like, oh, snap, like I'm here. Now what? And now I find myself taking courses and classes and talking to people like you and just trying to get everything I can around. What do I do to um, not just generate money, right? Because that's been the whole business thing, but to accelerate the generation of money, right? To invest the money that I get, to protect it and then transfer it. Yeah, that's a that's a great question, man. Um, what I would say is uh, I, I would start, uh, the, the, big, the big picture to start from is, is those three pillars that we talked about. Um, people tend to make their money and protect their money uh, with uh, stocks and bonds, Real and, and, and you could throw crypto in there too, if, if a little bit of that, if that's something that you're into. Not too much though, because crypto is very risky. Um, real estate uh, and ownership of um, a business, right? And, uh, and 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 I think that one of the biggest challenges entrepreneurs run into is that they're not diversified. Uh, mm. it, it, you know, it, so the way to know if you're diversified enough is to maybe do a stress test. Like, take your biggest stream of income and imagine if that stream ended. What? How would you? Would you be okay? Do you have, you know, do you have backup resources? Do you have other streams you can lean on? Or would you just, just be kind of fried? If the answer is fried, then that's okay. Don't feel bad because a lot of people are in that position. But you want to diversify. That mean, and, and all diversification, it means you know, you know what it means your whole life. Um, it means not putting all your eggs in one basket. So uh, one thing that you uh, want to think about, two words that come to mind uh, when it comes to protecting and positioning your assets is, diversification and protection. Um, diversification means that, uh, okay, if I'm, if I'm doing well in stocks, uh, then I, if I start doing really well, which this year was a great year for stock market investors, I mean, there was so much money being made, um, then I want to move some of that money over into some of the other areas. You know, real estate is nice because real estate is real. And I'll tell you the truth, I don't make as much money in my real estate investments as I do on stock market investments uh, because I know exactly where to go to pick the right stocks and all that. And it's just worked, it's worked really well. But then again, making money in the stock market for the last 12 years has been like shooting fish in a barrel because of Fed policy, right? So, so even though I don't make as much in real estate um, and it's not as interesting to me, to be honest with you, I want money in real estate because real estate is real, right? They're not going to make more land 
Uh, you know, is, is Bitcoin going to work? I don't know. They say it could, you know, it, what, the stock market. Well, there's a little bit of asset inflation. Uh, how's the dollar going to do? Well, I don't know. They're right. They're right. They're, they're, they're literally printing money right now, you know, to get through the stimulus. So all these things lead me to say, well, you know, but if I own real estate, uh, real estate not only diversifies and spreads my money out, but it's also real. Like land will, I can't imagine a world where land doesn't have value. So, uh, so becoming a landowner, and shifting some of those assets over is a protective strategy to ensure that I got something going on over here in case the whole world falls apart over there. And then also with the entrepreneurship piece, um, I have found that I don't want to be involved in every type of business that I'm an owner in. There are some businesses that are really great to be in, but I don't want I don't want to do the day to day in that business. The day, the things I do the day to day in are things I'm very passionate about. Like I love the Black Business School. I'm really passionate about it. Uh, I'm really good at it. And this is what I, this is the one I want to be involved in. But if, but I'm also invested, you know, in some hair care businesses and I, I don't know anything about hair. I don't even have hair, you know? So it's, uh, it's, 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 so it's one of those things where I say, you know what? I see the potential because I know that people spend money on hair, but you love hair. I don't, but guess what? I'll be the bank. I'll be, you know, I'll, I'll help fun, funnel the resources uh, to, to strengthen the business so that we can all do well together. Uh, the ne- next piece on protection uh, is uh, sit down with your lawyer and, and get you an estate plan, a, a state planning attorney, and and really sit down and really talk through your estate. You know, talk because here's the thing: a lot of money gets lost for simple reasons, like somebody dies and and their spouse doesn't even have the account numbers to get into their account. So a good question to ask yourself is: if I have people, children, spouse, family, if I was gone tomorrow, like couldn't like literally we died at the end of this webinar, God forbid, like, would they be able to get what they need or would that money get lost? There's no database out there that your lawyer can just search through to find the money. Well, well, my mama had this business. She's making a lot of money and I know the money's out there. Can you go find it? Some of it they might find, some of it they won't be able to find. So what you might want to do is have like a folder or a bag. Like I have a black bag where I told Alicia, I said, okay, if anything happens to me, go in this bag and this bag has about at least 90% of everything you need to know about my financial life so that you can pay the mortgage next month. You follow me? So, so that protection is important. Also understanding things like trusts and LLCs and foundations is important because what that does is that allows you to spread your money out. If everything's in your name, uh, you become very vulnerable because if someone just sues you, they can come get everything. So by having these entities, you know, that, you know, the, the trust in place, the LLCs in place, all that stuff that allows you to just kind of spread things out across different entities so that everything you work for doesn't get wiped out, you know, just like that. Cause like I said, believe me, when you have money, people will, people will come and try to get it. It's I've just seen it happen so many times. So you don't want that to happen to you. Yeah. You know, I, I love that. That's something I've been uh, thinking about actually implementing myself a lot over the last few years. Cause I, I just sat in too many rooms where I'd heard, entrepreneurs talk about building these 100 million 200 million dollar businesses and then all of a sudden the market shifted or things changed right and they lost it all and they got this rags to riches to rag story and then they trying to build it back up and i tell my people like i don't want none of us to have that story it's like once you once you get money like let's keep it uh you know like like said what are different ways that we can secure ourselves, secure our families and do it. And something else I, I had, um, I told you this before, but I, I'd had my girls taking um, one of the classes you have for children in the, um, the black business school, like a long time ago around investing and things like that. And I loved how you talk about the fact that um, 
there are ways to invest even if you're not an entrepreneur. Like even if you're not an entrepreneur, you can still be a part of a business. You can still invest in a business. Like, you know, and you just kind of spoke to it a minute ago, right? How you can be investing in things where you're not the one out in front and doing it and spending all your time with it. But if you got new business owners here, they don't have to wait until they have a seven figure business to be a part of one. Like they can find people to pull resources together. I mean, can you talk to that just a little bit more to, so people know about more opportunities and maybe just broaden their mindset around that? Yeah, yeah. To, to that first point, um, no, you don't have to be an entrepreneur to participate in entrepreneurship. Um, it's like a think of it like a basketball team where you've got different positions. You know, um, everybody doesn't have to be the center. Everybody doesn't have to be the point guard. Some people can contribute and not even go on the court. Uh, and so effectively, when you think about all the things that a business needs in order to operate, you can start with that that three C model of what it takes to build an economy or, or the model of what it takes to make money, the market for capital contractors and customers. So there's multiple ways you can contribute to the strength of that business. You could say, look, I, you know, I, I work every day. I like my job. I don't want to quit my job, but I can be the bank, right? I got some savings over here that I want to put to work. I've got income uh, cash flow coming through that I can consistently invest in the business. So I'll become the bank of the business, right? That's an important role. Uh, or you can contribute capital without any money. You could say, well, you know, I don't have any money. I mean, I don't have any free time, right? But I do have some expertise. So, <clears throat> you know, given that I understand this industry or I or I know people who might buy from this company or whatever, I have a great network of people that can help the business, then that might be your contribution, right? Never think that you don't have capital just because you don't have money. Uh, mm. Most of you in here were born millionaires and you have millions of dollars in capital even if you have no money in your pocket, right? but money is probably the least valuable form of capital that you actually own. Uh, black people, for example, as a community, because we get so many degrees, like especially black women, black women are the most educated group of people in America. They're also uh, the, the, the fastest growing group of entrepreneurs, uh, which is extraordinary to watch. And there's, there's trillions of dollars in capital there. Uh, from the uh, knowledge and expertise, all the professionalism that you picked up from whether you were working on the job or not, right, uh, to the networking, right? If you are part of these circles and, and groups and sororities and, and everything else, like that, there's power there, right? Because in those, in those networks, that's where you find your capital. You can find your investors. You can find your uh, contractors. You can find your customers, right? So, so, so you've got wealth swirling all around you. And the reason financial literacy is important because it gives you economic vision. You can see the money in a room uh, without having a single dollar bill in your pocket. And that's really where you wanna get to. It's almost like like at the end of the matrix when Neo can suddenly see everything real clear. <laughs> like like that when you get that economic sight, you'll see money everywhere, uh, even if there's no money made actually yet. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Traffic Sales and Profit Show. Hey, do me a favor. If you enjoyed what you heard today, subscribe and follow us on this platform right now to make sure you do not miss a beat as we drop new episodes and additional content every single week. Also, if you'd like to get access to a free paperback copy of my book, access to the TSP Traffic Sales and Profit free Facebook group, our challenges, resources, our events, and more, make sure you visit us at www.trafficsalesandprofit.com forward slash podcast.